The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. The time's just gone 19 minutes past five. Joining us, our roaming and roving reporter, Rolene Marks, uh, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, good afternoon to you. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. It's a little bit noisy where I am. I am on a bus uh, coming from the north to Tel Aviv. It has been quite an eventual, uh, eventful day. Indeed, Rolene. Okay, what we can hear you loud and clear. Rolene, always great to have you on the afternoon overdrive. Rolene, let's start with uh, what's been making headlines today. China's comments of support for Hamas at the ICJ. Well, this was just absolutely preposterous uh, and completely hypocritical. China making these comments at the ICJ last week uh, during the history uh, uh, and hearings about uh, Israel's uh, alleged occupation of territories. China said that the Palestinians have every right to use armed resistance and uh, basically legitimized the horrific 7th of October uh, attacks against innocent Israeli civilians. Now, if anybody has forgotten what happened on the 7th of October, uh, over 1,300 innocent Israelis and foreign nationals were raped, murdered, mutilated, burnt, tortured and kidnapped, taken uh, captive inside the Gaza Strip. Now, um, China's representative to the International Court of Justice said that this was a legitimate form of resistance, which of course drew the ire of uh, the Israeli Foreign Ministry today, saying that uh, basically they condemn China's comments. And if China do want to comment on the 7th of October, perhaps they should condemn the atrocities committed by Hamas and um just on a on a personal note, before China comments on anything, they might want to look at their imprisonment in concentration camps of over a million uh, Muslims and also look at the threats, the military threats that they keep threatening uh, Taiwan with. So I think before China makes any comments in any international uh, sphere, any international um, uh, institution, they should take a long, hard uh, look at uh, uh, what they are doing in their own country and in their own surrounding region. Mind-boggling to think that somebody can think that there's a more justified way to kill than another. But anyway, Rolene, we can unpack that uh, comment a lot further another time. But uh, for now, let's return to, to Israel. Um, having local protests on the rise. So what are we seeing right now from your perspective? We are seeing uh, some significant protests taking place in uh, mostly in Tel Aviv and starting other parts of the country. There is a growing frustration and dissatisfaction with uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and his, uh, and his coalition. Many feel that he's not doing enough we're putting enough emphasis on getting the hostages back. That has to be the prime focus. Uh, and, and also, uh, Israelis feel that we keep hearing the same, um, the same lines coming from the prime minister, you know, victory, 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 total victory. Uh, and where it's uh, a stated goal of the government to dismantle completely the military capabilities mm. of Hamas, which we are well on our way uh, to almost having completed, the priority Israelis feel should be with the hostages. And there is a growing sentiment in Israel that the Prime Minister is trying to prolong the war in order 
to avoid elections and, and the calls for elections are starting to grow really, really uh, stronger. Tomorrow we have local elections. Tomorrow mm -hmm. Israelis will head to the polls in, in, in their cities and towns and vote locally. But there is a growing demand for a national election. And uh, let's just uh, shift our attention, uh, Rolene, to the north now, uh, where I, the IDF is now striking uh, Lebanon. This seems to be escalating at the moment. There really seems to be a lot of uh, military activity happening now in the north. Well, funny you should say that. I was actually scheduled uh, with a group, mm -hmm. with a group to uh, to visit an air base earlier today, and we were told, unfortunately, we've had to cancel. We've had to scramble all our pilots. Uh, they are in operations now. Earlier today, uh, the Israeli Air Force uh, struck a Hezbollah target very deep in Lebanon. In fact, a hundred kilometers away from the border wow. with Israel. So that is the deepest that we have gone into Lebanon since 2006. Hezbollah claiming just a short while ago that they had fired over 60 rockets towards the Ramatagolan area. Now, I was in the north, and um, while I didn't hear any uh, rocket alerts where we were in Nahalal, which is uh, close to the most northern uh, base, we, we could see the amount of air traffic and, and, and uh, the amount of uh, Azakot or, or red alert. Hi, Rolene, are you there? Sorry. In, in. So a lot of action. I am still here. Uh, so sorry, a lot you of just broke up there. Sorry about in the that. North today. Okay, okay. Rolene, yeah. let's look at the hostage situation. Uh, what is the latest on a hostage deal? To use your, your term last, last week, what negotiation tango? Is that still taking place? Well, we did have a, a delegation mm -hmm. in, in Paris over the weekend negotiating for the release of hostages. That's a delegation made up of Qataris, uh, Americans, Egyptians, and Israelis. Now, we have heard, uh, and negotiations are still underway for a final deal, but what we do know is that a tremendous amount of progress, uh, according to the teams, uh, has been made. They say it looks positive. So we are really hoping that we will see our uh, 134 hostages be returned to us very, very soon. We also have to remember that amongst the hostages that are being negotiated for are the uh, bodies of uh, hostages who have been murdered while in um, captivity, as well as civilians being held captive before the 7th of October and uh, the bodies of soldiers as well. So it, it might happen in stages. We don't know the final details, but we have heard that some progress has been made. Or at least, uh, yes, uh, we, let's uh, continue, uh, Rolene, with some progress uh, being made from, from abroad. Uh, despite what uh, Brazilian uh, leadership has said lately, there is some solidarity stemming from that part of the world with Israel. Well, this was incredible to see in Sao Paulo just uh, last night. Uh, an estimated 250,000 Brazilians taking it to the streets to protest the current president, uh, Lula da Silva's uh, rule. A lot of Israeli flags there. The former president, Bolsonaro, um, addressing the crowds. The first thing he did was take out an Israeli flag. 
Now, this is in reference to Lula's preposterous um, comments that he made last week, saying that uh, what Israel is doing in the Gaza Strip is comparable to, to the Holocaust, that it's a genocide. And, you know, when you hear military experts speak, they say Israel has been extraordinary in the Gaza Strip, that the ratio of civilian to combatant is uh, two to one, whereas um, other wars are, are as high as nine to one, that you know, the army really, really doing their utmost to keep those civilian casualties mm. as low as possible. But Lula making those preposterous comments, which he doubled down on, and Bolsonaro and the crowd saying quite unequivocally they stand with Israel and very, very touching today to hear the foreign minister of Israel, Israel Katz, um, posting on Twitter or on X as it's now called saying, you know, thanking the crowds and saying we will not be separated. Roland, we've just got time for one subject. I just want to try and squeeze in one more topic of conversation. Roland, what is the latest on the Eurovision politics? What's going on there now? Oh, do we have politics? Because, of course, it wouldn't be a, a singing competition of cheese uh, master without some politics. There is a lot of controversy around Israel's chosen song, which is called October Rain. Eurovision says it's, it's political and uh, they, they don't want the Israeli representative to sing it. Um, now, if we can just remind Eurovision organizers that they allowed songs about the war in Ukraine uh, to be sung. Uh, Maybe not very good songs, Michael, <laughs> but they are about that. So President Hertog has said that he will intervene uh, and try to calm the situation down. Roland, before I let you go, Carol, Carol's just sent me a message saying that she, she, you sound like you're frustrated and uh, angry, but I think it's because you're on the bus, the way you're coming across. Am I right? Uh, just to assure Carol that everything is fine. I, am, I mean... Uh, Carol, everything's absolutely fine. I'm in an area with a lot of noise, so I am fighting the, I am fighting the bus and the and the, the traffic in Tel Aviv and and, and all the ambient noise. Okay. But I'll be back to normal tomorrow, Carol. Okay, there we go, Carol. Everything's good with Roline. Roline, thanks so much for joining us. Safe journey and take care. Look forward to chatting to you again at the same time tomorrow. Roline Marks, our correspondent from Israel, bringing us the latest on what's happening in that neck of the woods.